0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What's it goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri
1: on Pulse 95.
0: Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It sure is that time it's the half time show with Omar Dury your boy on pulse 95. Welcome to the halftime show today, guys. I can't wait to share the show with you today because you know on the show we talk more about more than just about sports. We talk about physical health, we talk about gut health, and today we're focusing on mental health. And who better than Ali Salama, all the way from Canada, joining us here? That's right here on Pulse 95 on the halftime show. I can't wait to share with you what we're going to be talking about. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram live at Omar Duri live on YouTube. Pulse 95 radio cameras everywhere here. And also a couple of shout-outs too Naeem uh, We've got Spicy We've got Maria We've got Terry We've got Ish We've got Raquel We've got Nigel We've got Ali of course In the building We have Labia, Amna Ish Anita And everyone else Alize as well How can I forget you Alize Who's tuned in on the Halftime Show Right guys Go get yourself some water Get yourself some refreshments. Get yourselves ready. Because coming up next, Ali Salam is on the Halftime Show. on the only place to be at three. The Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, on Pulse 95. 95. Oh, he loves the fire
1: What's What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse
0: 95. Nice draw. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host, covering Everything Sport International Local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Charger Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube. Thank you very much for connecting with us today. It's th- This person on the show, right... I don't even know where to start with this guy. This guy is someone who is really making a difference out there because a lot of the times we talk about physical power, but the mental power is so key. Ali Salama, Mental Health Ambassadors here on the show. Ali, welcome to the show. Omar, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little round of applause as well
1: um, Ali, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Yeah? How has it been coming over to the UAE? It's been different. It's been different. I I like I used to... Uh, I'm went to high school here so mm-hmm. coming back doing something i didn't ever expect in my life it feels very 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 different Omar. Yeah?
0: yeah and and you know we're not under the we're under the illusion right that in different places people are suffering from different things regarding yeah. covid19 etc now that we're approaching the end of 2020 yeah. you know moving forward how do you see this panning out mentally
1: yeah, and it's it's something that, you know, I think we we need to think about. That I think we're more similar than we are different, right? Mm-hmm. I think if the pandemic taught us anything, it taught us that we all go through the same struggles, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're reaching out to someone, um, you know, talking to many youth around the world, even in Canada. Mm-hmm we all want to be heard we all want to be seen and we all want to be loved and I think that moving into 2021 the most important thing for me is realizing the importance of the support system right Yeah, yeah. because I think that and even when we were on our podcast remember that was one thing that you just kind of figured out yeah you learned that through the pandemic who's there and who's not it's so important um i i feel that when you're really uh, trying to live the best quality of life for yourself mm-hmm. you really focus on on your
0: support system absolutely and many many have lost you know a lot through this period they've lost loved ones financially it's been challenging and they've been affected by it how do we how do we embrace what's happened? Because a lot of the time we're talking about the things that we've lost. How do we embrace what's happened in 2020? I mean,
1: that's a great question. I think that it's so important to, first of all, accept and fully feel what we're feeling Mm -hmm. because you can't heal something or you can't actually change something that you don't acknowledge, right? And I think it's so important, especially for us Arab men, to give ourselves the time and space to feel, to then overcome and then seek out the support that we need. But I think it's so important to take things into perspective as well because... Only when we kind of really, really, really absorb everything do we have the know-how and the capability to take that next step. But I also feel it's very important to create space for ourselves and with others while we're taking that next step. Absolutely. And
0: you said something really interesting there, creating space. Now, how do you create headspace when it comes down to the mental side of the game? Yeah, I think that's a... Again, it's a very good
1: question. Mm. Creating headspace is all about self-care, right? It's all about... And, and I'm not the person to tell you how to self-care. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most beautiful part of the entire phenomenon of taking care of yourself. It's about trying new things. It looks different for everybody else, but it's vital because remember, that's how it's showing up. The way you show up in front of the world and for yourself, it starts really by creating that space in your head
0: because that inevitably determines the quality of your life. Absolutely, and coming into 2021, what methods can we implement that maybe we haven't because we were so fogged up from 2019 and 2020. That's,
1: uh, yeah, I think we, if anything we've learned during this past year mm. is to pause. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think because we've been so anxious and I'm talking here as a, as a, as a business uh, or, or an entrepreneur or a social entrepreneur or a leader in the business field rather than a psychologist here. Yeah. It's so important that we realize when we're anxious, we don't make the right decisions. Mm. So moving into 2021, if we just embrace, embrace the fact that we can be still stillness is what i really am working on personally and i encourage everyone to because only then when we're super anxious do we actually give ourselves to create that headspace
0: but not only that to actually make the best decisions moving forward mm, brilliant love that we why is there this is i'd love to ask you this question. why is there this thing about being fearful of stillness everyone thinks everything has to be a hundred miles an hour why is that
1: I think the idea of success is is so different, Omar. I think yeah. social media has led us. This hustle culture is is dangerous because yeah. we we idealize something that isn't true. Like you're an, you're an athlete. Mm. I'm i I'm an athlete. We both know, and in the book Reset, like we both know the importance of rest, mm. right? Mm. And I think that we don't place that much importance on rest as much as we place importance on hustle, 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 work, work, work. Mm. But you can't perform your best if you ain't resting mm. At your best too And active rest Is all about
0: That self-care component We are just talking about mm. And I like the fact You said active rest Because you, you're still moving But in a very still manner And you're in a very composed way Absolutely Coming up next We're talking to Ali Sam About mental fitness One of my favorite topics <laughs> I love Bro, we're going to have some fun um, Stay tuned for more On the only place to be at 3 The Halftime Show on Pulse 95 This is the Halftime Show Omar
1: AlDuri oh, the... This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on pulse ninety five.
0: Yes, we are back. And I'm in a chill mood today because we've got everyone tuned in from all around the world, from Jamaica to Morocco to Tunisia. Thank you very much for locking in onto our Sharjah Broadcasting Authority halftime show, Pulse95. I've set a little bit of Carl Thomas in the background. That's the kind of mood I'm in. And guys, I'm very excited because we've got, you know, following the coverage of the Khurfa Khan film, we've got a competition in place for everyone here in the UAE. Yeah, it's a five-weekday show, obviously, giveaway that we're doing all across our shows. Cinema tickets to attend the Khurfa Khan film film in box cinemas all you got to do all you got to do is tune in to the show like you are now and answer this question but make sure you put your name your email address and the answer <laughs> Don't just give me the answer Because then I can't Give anyone the prize Alright We're giving tickets away Who directed The historical film Khur Fakan Okay I'll, I'll ask that again Who directed The historical f- film Khur Fakan Send in Text 4215 Itta salat or do slide into No actually Don't slide into my DMs You've said enough Into my DMs Today with the questions Text me on 4215 Itta Salat Urdu. Let me know What the answer is And we'll announce it Today Okay You heard that Ara You heard that uh, Sama You guys have happy with that? Yeah? Thanks. Okay. All right. So, thank you for keeping those questions. And Ali Salam is in the building. Let's give him a round of applause. Ali. (laughs) (laughs) Omar. Ali, we're having some fun in the studio. Now, one of the things I talk about in the studio a lot is mental fitness. I speak about that a lot on the show. Um, I'm very interested, especially with your background, with all the things you've you've accomplished and achieved and still achieving some great things. How do we train our mental fitness?
1: Absolutely. So, I think, you know, if we think about fitness in general and mental fitness I, I call it mental endurance right mm-hmm. I, and I, I think about it in a way because of of course of my athletic background I think about it as aligning you know all aspects of your life mm-hmm. uh, to your values right because if you come to think about it if you're a team that's losing 4-0 mm-hmm. uh, to an opponent and you make that comeback to, to win the game mm-hmm. then that team has chemistry versus a team that loses 8-0 from a 4-0 loss right. now what's the difference between those two teams, the chemistry between the players. Mm-hmm. So if you think about your body and you feel aligned bio, uh, from a biological standpoint, mm-hmm. then you have to ask yourself: Am I living according to my values? Am I? Am I? Am I? Am I exercising? Am I aligning in the way that I am? Mm-hmm. Um, I always ask myself that because I feel that when you build mental fitness, this is. How you get through the tough times because mm-hmm. you ask yourself those fundamental questions and I feel that when you build that sense or level of endurance you're able to to have just a higher level of, of chemistry within yourself mm. and therefore mentally you you just last longer and you get through yeah, that's that's how I would build resilience in my point of view right and
0: and something you said there which really got me thinking is accountability so a lot of the times people are very quick to point fingers and blame someone else but I as you pointed in a team based scenario you know taking that responsibility and accountability is a huge part of mental endurance correct absolutely uh, what what is it about accountability that resets our mindset when it comes to mental endurance
1: i think as human beings we feel most comfortable when we have control over something, right? Mm. And when you set yourself accountable, um, you're giving yourself that authority to be in control uh, of your life or of that one aspect of your life. So, Mm. in my point of view, like, the way I keep myself accountable is through keeping a journal and I walk with that journal everywhere. Mm. I even have it with me right now. Mm. Um, it, It gives me that sense of security so that even if things go wrong, I'm able to keep myself accountable on the
0: process. Mm-hmm. and not the outcome because that's what we can change, right? Yes, I, I like the fact you've got a journal. I like how you carry, carry it around because a lot of the times nowadays, everyone's on their phone. Everyone's on their computer. Yeah. What makes you do the old school approach? Put, actually, show it to the camera here on the I YouTube. <laughs> yeah, put that up there so we can see it. Here it so is. What, what, what so makes, what makes you actually like write it down physically? <laughs> look
1: again I'm not a scientist but something feels different when you write it with your hands with your bare hands it's like what Dwayne Johnson says like, with those bare hands I've done everything <laughs> yeah. so you can do everything too and yeah. in a sense it makes me feel like I'm I'm back to basics because I feel that sometimes we get lost in all the fluff that's going on Yes,
0: and yes. we just need to recenter ourselves and uh, need to definitely loving that she's giving us the round of applause and, and, some, <laughs> and some quality emojis there and Thank shout out you, to Sati as well uh, who's, who's tuned in um when we talk about training mental fitness there's also something else which is building resilience in the wake of adversity and we're all facing different challenges at the moment how do you build adversity Uh, So when we speak about like building resilience,
1: I feel it's very, very, very important to understand that it's a mindset, Mm -hmm. right? Like what is a resilient mindset? What is the difference between a resilient mindset versus a non-resilient mindset? And I think it's about taking things into perspective, right? So for example, if you've lost your job or if something really bad has happened during this time, what has it allowed you to do? Has it allowed you to connect more with your loved ones? Has it allowed you to rekindle that relationship with your significant? other Mm. because now you've had space in your life and just seeing that different perspective allows you to just have that mental endurance to last longer during this tough time because that's what you need to fuel yourself to get back into this uh, machine into this uh, outcome producing machine so into this I think into becoming goal driven and and, and that so that's how I would sort of see resilience more of a mindset Mm -hmm. rather than an outcome or an end goal that you achieve It's a work in process Mm. And you can lose it And you can gain it And I'm sure you've been there I've been there too I've lost my resilience At one point And then I've gained it back And
0: it's a work in progress But I like also You said you can lose it And then regain it Because a lot of people After the loss They feel It's still It's a process To pick themselves up But you said It's normal To be able to Lose and regain As part of the actual journey
1: Absolutely And I think You know Why I'm doing What I'm doing Is because I was clinically diagnosed With depression Mm -hmm. And depression is the most illogical Mental disease mm. it, Any any physical disease You feel like you want to recover from yeah. With mental disease You you don't want to recover from it It's illogical You mm. want to stay there That's why it's super hard And that's why I said You lose resilience And you get it back again mm. And that's happened
0: in my life But there's always a way out And has that helped you In terms of like Recording it down um, Being able to relive it But also embrace it 100% And that's why I
1: keep the I keep my journal I think as human beings We're very forgetful Of our emotions mm. And I always And this is something For all our listeners here There's nothing more Empowering in the world Than seeing Not just a picture Of where you were at When you were going Through a hard time mm. But reading your own words
0: Yeah Yeah yeah. It's, it's, it's mind-bogglingly powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely to empower. And empathy always wins. I'm just saying. I'm just dropping it out there. <laughs> um, coming up next, we're talking about detoxing the mind from toxicity and negativity. And also a couple of key nuggets. You guys are asking some awesome questions. Keep them coming in on the only place to be at three, The Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is The Halftime Show with and Glory on, on, on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the this is the halftime show with Omar Adore on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show though. Omar al Thank you very much for spending your hour with me and my wonderful guest, Ali Salam who's in the building. Um, some great questions. Before we jump into those questions, and by the way, keep those questions coming up, man. There's some wicked questions there. Um, we're giving away tickets, obviously, to Box. The Khur Fakan film is out. Can't wait for you guys to see it. The question I'm giving away, so we're giving away a couple of tickets today. The question I'm, uh, I'm going to ask you today is, who directed the historical film Khur Fakan? Now, I was told I can give a couple of clues So I'm going to give you a couple of clues, alright So the clues are um, So firstly, it's not just one director Can't say who It's not just one, it's two directors So there's one thing it's also famous for directing this type of historical film. So that's all I'm going to give you for now. But it's not just one name, it's two names. So who directed the historical film of Khur Text us on 4215 ittasalat or do let us know. Put your name, your email address... And the answer Don't forget the answer Don't just give me your name And your email Just give me the answer as well Okay right <laughs> Now we got that out the way We've had some really Really good questions in And I'm telling you Ali's Ali's on fire today So let's ask those questions Terry asked um, As uh, a chronic overthinker What are some things You would suggest To avoid going down That rabbit hole Yeah thank you Omar um, You know I
1: that question almost hits home because i uh, during the time where i was seeking counseling and, and and therapy i had thoughts that i couldn't get rid of so i believe by being a chronic overthinker that's the that, that that's where uh, we're hitting the nerve there and and i'd actually give just pretty much two pieces of advice the first one being you know if you have someone that you can totally be super vulnerable with and share things that you know some things are just so private and if you have that person feel free to take that courage and share it with them. It gets easier off your chest when you let it out of your heart. Mm. That's one thing. The second thing, if you don't have that person in your life, you can always seek out professional help and there's no shame in that. Mm. I've done it. I, and, and I know a lot of, you know, pro athletes that have done it. There is no shame in that. And you need that psychological support to get over that step. So if that's something that's really sort
0: of hindering your quality of your life, there is support for that for sure. And uh, shame Matt from Tunisia uh, actually no Shema's from Morocco she asked uh, how can I stop overthinking and focusing on my inner goals yeah
1: I mean <laughs> That's uh, Wow
0: <laughs>
1: how, how can you stop I, I, I don't think You know Maybe not like Fully stopping Because your inner goals Are definitely aligned With your purpose But perhaps How can we be more balanced If I can answer that question Yeah I think it's just By allocating time And by just Setting boundaries In your life You know I think that I'm a very Workaholic type of person But I'm also someone Who preaches balance And, 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 and harmony More yeah. so than balance Because yeah. I kind of find Very hard to balance So set that boundary For yourself In terms of How much you're gonna give Time to work on those goals And perhaps another part Of your life Work on something That's bigger than yourself Volunteer somewhere And force yourself Out of that zone I think that for me Was the biggest Sort of feel breaker In making
0: sure That I get that balance straight Mm, Because a lot of the times You know um, Ali we speak about Like detoxing and, And more than ever now People Before it used to be More like detoxing For you know The body Yeah Detoxing for the mind And trying to to exclude the toxicity negativity that's out there at the moment now do you have any nuggets for people to be able to take away like small things I've seen you do it actually personally (laughs) on your social media because I follow you on Instagram and I'm going to leave you guys all his details on segment four on how to follow him but how do you detoxify the mind
1: I think that's one uh, again a very difficult question but to me I, I usually do one thing and that helps me out the most mm-hmm. um, in sports we call it the pre-game routine right mm-hmm. before you I treat every day as a big day I, I say every day is a big day mm-hmm. um, and what I mean by that you have to start every day in a manner that allows you to live that day very fulfilling so this as soon as I wake up I have to have a routine that I feel comfortable and feel and flow at yeah for some people it may be meditating praying whatever that is for them but find something that is will put you in a state of no disturb no one will disturb you and get into your state start proactively and that gives you that sense of real flow in your day and it makes you feel like you have control versus feeling that your mind is going crazy and you can't control it starting the day right equals having a good structure to your day and and in athletics as well Mm -hmm. every player before they start a game they do something and it's different for everybody Mm. so don't listen to what the internet says about 10 tips to best start figure out your magic uh, sauce your secret sauce Mm -hmm. and that's the
0: best thing that i can sort of tell everybody i like that and and starting every day as a big day uh, means that you don't carry on what happened from the previous day is that correct because masoud asked what is mental fluctuation i think that's what mental fluctuation is but how do people navigate through that to avoid it building up yeah, and that's, uh,
1: you know, a, a good friend of mine. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She's called Leanne Davy. Mm-hmm. She speaks about conflict debt in her book. Mm-hmm. And basically what that means, just as you accumulate debt in a bank when you don't pay back what you have to pay back yeah. in a, in, tomorrow, over a year, that same mistake or that same amount of money accumulates something huge. So mm-hmm. it takes such a big toll on you. So what I would say is for anything that, or any problem or for anything that is deeply this. Dist- stressing you, try to tackle it like when it happens because that's when it doesn't have that sort of intensifying emotion that can Mm. trickle day after day. If it's something that you need to have, if it's a
0: conversation you need to have with someone, have it. But it just gets harder the more you prolong it, right? Mm, Absolutely, man. I I love it. I I, I did tell you guys I was going to spoil you with this, brother, and and definitely, (laughs) definitely happened that. Guys, if you are just tuning in and miss any of our shows, remember you can catch our shows on uh, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, if you like podcasts, or even if you prepare a visual head over to our Pulse95 radio on YouTube and actually go on to the show with people like um, Ali Salama here Uh, Yasmin Ahmed as well Inspired with Yaz Yaz Moves we have had some really cool guests on the show so check them out smash a like share and share with your friends we talk about some really important things like mental health gut health and even physical health now I am giving away some tickets some box cinema tickets to the Khurfa Khan film so make sure you text us on 4215 itta salat or do the answer to the following Question Who directed The historical film Khurfakan I did give you a clue It's not just one director Hassan You message me Your name Your email address And your number Hassan I need the answer <laughs> <laughs> You've got to give me The answer Hassan I want the answer And because you're The first one to message Today Let's try and get That answer in So we can put that With your email Your name And your address And we can actually Try and gift you Those tickets Right coming up next guys We're answering more Of your questions On the only place To be at three The halftime show On Pulse 95 this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, on Pulse 95. Oh, he lifts the pirate. What a goal!
1: This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on
0: Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Sure is that time man we're having a good time here and if you are tuned in on my Instagram Omaldura, you know that we entertain behind the scenes as well it's not just on the radio that we keep you entertained Ali you um you do a lot of things yeah, and uh you travel the world and you uh you're an ambassador for mental health. Yeah. Uh, before we, we go into this, there's a couple of things um, you do apart from talking about mental health. Yeah. Apparently, you're quite a talented singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love
1: singing. I actually took singing classes, like professional, to get me through like the whole healing process. So okay. So it's like personal, you know. So it's like, it's like music a form of escapism for you? Yeah, it's therapy. Okay. And what kind of music are we talking? Anything like... Uh, you're talking about R&B vocals so I'm a I'm a tenor okay so
0: yeah okay, okay. and are you gonna drop a 30 second exclusive for us here sure on the... sure hey sure. listen guys this is the first time ever on the halftime show anyone sung so All let's right. give Ali a little bit of a uh, you know <laughs> All All right. Right. Let's get it ready. Alita, in seconds, whatever you want. Did this is
1: Nikki Jam's uh, Hasta la Amanecer. So it goes like... Um, <speaking in Spanish> Como tu te amas, yo no sé. De donde llegaste, ni pregunté. Lo único que sé es que quiero con usted. Quedarme contigo hasta el amanecer. Como tú te amaío no sé yeah that's it <laughs>
0: Well done, Ali, man. That takes a lot to do that on radio. And is this the first time you've been on radio in the Middle East?
1: Yeah, and singing and like I haven't been even touching a vocal
0: no, in like ages. Man, longer. that's awesome. Hey, man, great, great job. Thank you very much for that. Guys, <laughs> you know what? It takes a lot to do that, man. I know I definitely wouldn't do that on radio and the fact that he had the courage to do that and not only that, guys, the story behind that is is that he used that as a form of escapism to be able to yeah. elevate himself. 100%. And that is uh, that is. Fantastic. I love that. Ali, um... A couple of things You're doing On this part of the time. Also you've got Some big things Coming up What have you got Absolutely. Coming up So
1: I have um, Empowering Minds Which mm-hmm. is the first um, Mental uh, health And leadership Event series mm-hmm. So that's Sort of uh, It came about When I wanted To launch Sort of something For the youth Back in Canada And that mm-hmm. started out As Canada's online Mental health COVID uh, conference mm-hmm. We got the Minister of Youth In Canada mm-hmm. And a member Of parliament Here I really Wanted to impact Businesses I believe mental health seriously needs to be a conversation in every household and there's no better way than starting it where everyone's at at work mm-hmm. because not everyone's really interested in like you know the hashtag mental health stuff on social media but everyone's at work and if all leaders and all managers are well trained then that is what will make the culture shift that I envision
0: amazing and where can where can we follow you
1: where can the people follow you on, on social so, media at, at Ali Salama so at A-L-L-Y S-A-L-A-M-A you also have a podcast yeah you're On it tonight, what are you talking about? (laughs) So, it's called Empathy Always Wins. Uh, That also stemmed from the fact that I believe all like the winning component of every single person in the world is being empathetic. Uh, Every leader needs to understand how to truly inspire and motivate, and I feel that authoritative uh, leadership isn't really working that well, but being empathetic is the way to go. So, the the podcast is the world's uh, mental health and leadership show, and I bring people like yourself that I really admire and respect. uh, to have a good conversation your episode's coming out today 6pm so <laughs> I hope everyone stays tuned and gets a little bit of a backstory about how you started this uh, this, this halftime show because I feel
0: like it really touched me and I, I, I want to share that with the world thank you very much and you also have a magazine as well yeah. Empower magazine is yeah. that right yeah tell me more about, like look all this stuff is, is amazing man like uh, I, I said this to you off air as well and I'm going to say it on air for the listeners to hear that the things that you're doing and, and all that activity that you're doing you know takes a lot of strength mentally for you to do it to produce it yeah you know um, what, what inspires you to do that I think it's just like how I sung here.
1: I, I was very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like really uncomfortable. I didn't know if I was going to hit my notes. I probably missed a few and I, I did miss a few, but it's just about having th- the courage to fail and still knowing that it's okay because I'll never be perfect and I'm really okay with that. So mm-hmm. I'm a very driven person. Uh, it's not bad to be driven. It's bad to have that burn you out. Mm-hmm. But knowing how to control that, I think that's sort of, that's 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 that, that's my DNA. But I think that the whole purpose of that is to really inspire people to care about mental well-being. And I think mental health is so much more than anxiety, depression, all those heavy things. It's Mm. about, I think when we see it for what it is, for the well-being aspect of it, to optimize your life,
0: that's what mental health is for me. Absolutely. Man, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. You absolutely killed it. It was a great, (laughs) it was a good time. We never even expected you to be actually singing on the show. And the fact that you did that... uh do you um, like it? I loved it. Are you serious? You, well, you'll see me on the YouTube when, you, when, the, when the, <laughs> the show comes out. I was smiling, I was nodding, and I was trying not to sing along so I wouldn't ruin your song. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Jam is a great guy. Um, but yeah, fantastic. Thank you very much for, Thank you so much. for coming on. We have reached... <laughs> Full time on the half time show. Sure, remember, you can catch our shows every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, three to four UAE time. It was great to have um, Ali Salam on the show, and thank you for everyone who tuned in. He's there putting up my reset <laughs> book in the background. He's promoting. Promo, promo. He's promoting. I need me, your signature put, on that. I will. I definitely will do that now. Um, thank you so much, Ali. Man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, it was, it was. It was great, guys. Stay tuned more because we got afternoon Karak with Ashan Mazmi and Michael Al And thank you very much for spending the hour with us. We will be back on Saturday. Have a blessed time, guys. Peace. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.